welcome to our service for today. Let's take the prayer. Father, we want to thank you for a time like this that we have to hear your word. Particularly in moments like this, it is nothing but your word that we need. In this moment, I pray for all trans, O Lord, in the name of Jesus Christ. And for our hearers, Father, Lord, I pray that you will give us the understanding. Open our hearts, O Lord, to receive your word. And I believe at the end, this meeting and service shall be profitable unto you, O Lord. And all praise shall be given unto you. Father, I want to thank you and bless you in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Brethren, I believe that all around us, throughout the world, there seems to be fear and panic. There are even fears that the world might run into another recession. Business leaders, governments, all over the world have their hands thrown up that where is hope? What shall we do? What is in stock for us? But brethren, you and I know in whom we have believed. We know there is a God. We know our Lord Jesus Christ. We know that once he lives, we shall live. Indeed, because he lives, we have been living and will continue to live. Tonight, the sermon topic is that because of Christ, I live. Hallelujah. And we may quickly look at John chapter 6, verse 57. John chapter 6, verse 57. Christ said, As the living Father has sent me, and I live by the Father, so he that eateth me, even he shall live by me. I'd like to take it again. As the living Father has sent me, and I live by the Father, so he that eateth me, even he shall live by me. Christ, who is our example, even him, said he lived by the Father. And he's given us the assurance. What he's saying is that we too, if we just accept him, if we take him as he is, for who he is, we too, we shall live. Hallelujah. That is why I believe that for you and I, no matter what the world is saying, because of Christ, we shall live. Because of Christ, you and I, we have hope. Like I've indicated, all over the world, governments are revising their figures for their economic growth. Already the stock markets are tumbling down. So for those who have even put their faith and trust in those kind of systems, 
they are already wailing. Jobs. If you take the tourism industry, the whole world, we are told, as of last week, that close to 50 million jobs are going to be lost. Schools have been shut down. Many places have been closed. People are saying, what do we do? That is why we are saying that for us believers, there is not a time for us to shut up anything. But it is the time for us to open up to the word of God. Because in this word, we have the assurance. In this word, Christ has given us the promise that if only we will eat him, if only we will focus on him, if only we will keep our eyes on him, we shall live. What an assurance that you and I have. And indeed, we are in times of distress. We are in time of great strife. But Paul also told us in Second Corinthians chapter 12, verse 7 through to 10. Second Corinthians chapter 12, verse 7 through to 10. It says, Unless I should be exalted above measure through the abundance of the revelations, there was given to me a thorn in the flesh, the messenger of Satan to buffet me, lest I should be exalted above measure. For this I sought the Lord thrice, that it might depart from me. But better listen to what the Lord said to him. He said unto me, My grace is sufficient for thee. For my strength is made perfect in weakness. Most gladly, therefore, will I rather glory in my infirmities, that the power of Christ may rest upon me. Therefore, I take pleasure in infirmities, in reproaches, in necessities, in persecutions, in distress for Christ's sake. For when I am weak, then I am strong. Shall we go to the verse 8, where he says, For this I sought the Lord's rise, that he might depart from me. Verse 9. Brethren, the assurance that Paul said is that my grace is sufficient. And he said, for my strength is made perfect in weakness. And brethren, in times like this, I am not only looking at even the virus. Because as you can see, it is not only the health issue, but economies, jobs, currencies, investments. Everything seems to be tumbling down. Everything seems to be on the decline. And this is just a matter of a couple of months. The world that we think that we are champions and we have built, 
within a couple of months, all that we have put our trust and our faith in, all that because of that, men stand and say they didn't fear God. Now we are in a state of weakness. But what Paul said is that my strength is made perfect in weakness. Do we find ourselves in a situation where we think we are weak? Like I said, economies are coming down. Governments are revising their figures. Everything is moving into a state that we can describe as we are moving into a weakness era. But for us believers, we say in that weak state, that is where our strength is going to come from. Hallelujah. You know, before I even continue, this is the t- I believe that nothing happens by chance. I believe that this crisis that we are going through will draw us closer to our maker. This crisis should draw us closer to our God. Because in this state of weakness, the economists, the statisticians, they don't know what to do with their figures. We are in a state of weakness, but you and I are saying that this is where our strength is. It doesn't make sense to the ordinary believer or the unbeliever. The ordinary mankind doesn't know what you and I are talking about. That in the state of weakness, we say that is where our strength is. But you and I, that is what we believe. And for me, Paul makes me so happy. He says, most gladly, who will say this? I'm sure in this situation, if anybody says that, most gladly, therefore, will I rather glory in my infirmities. Somebody will think there's something wrong with us. But indeed, because of whom we have believed, most gladly, will glory even in this situation. Because we know that the power of Christ shall rest upon us. Without the power of Christ, we shall be struggling it out alone. But if in this situation, if in this infirmity, even in the sickness, it is not the doctors, it is not the specialists, it is not the best hospitals. And for one of the countries, I think was it in Italy or so, one of the provinces, they claim they had the best medical facilities. But the doctors don't know what to do. It tells you there is an almighty God. And that almighty God is what Paul identified with and said most gladly, Beloved, this is not the time to think that God has forsaken us. Paul in that situation said, Most gladly, would you join me this day to say, most gladly. I would rather glory in my infirmities. No matter where we are. No matter our health conditions. No matter what the situation is. If only we can glory in the Lord God Almighty. He says that power of Christ will rest upon us. What else do you and I need? If the power of Christ will rest upon us in this situation, then glory, hallelujah, unto the Most High, Hallelujah. And the verse 10, he says, Therefore, beloved, do we have faith? He says, Therefore, I take pleasure in infirmities, in reproaches, in necessities. I'm sure this is the time of necessity. 
especially for those of us in the developing countries. The streets are already quiet. Shops are already quiet. We don't even have enough to say that we are going to buy more. Already our take-home pay doesn't take us home. So what are you going to buy as excess? What are you going to store? There is nothing to store. But we are saying that in this will take pleasure. In this will take pleasure. Because we know that Christ lives. And he told us that as my father lives, and he described his father as a living father. His father is a living father. Because of that he lived. And he said that we too we shall live. Brethren, that is where my hope is. So he said, in necessities, and even through this, whether governments want to persecute us or not, we are saying that because of Christ, we are not afraid. In distress, all around the world, in our own nation, distress all around us, people are taking advantage, increasing prices, here and there. But who are we? But for us, we have Christ. No matter what the situation is, our Lord will make a way. Brethren, like I've said, this is not the time to give up on our Lord Jesus Christ. His loving kindness is everlasting. It's never going to cut short. Shops may be cut short, but the love of God continues. The love of God continues unabated. Hallelujah. And it says, For when I am weak, then I am strong. Brethren, don't look at your state. Just believe and trust in the Lord and hold on to His word. And you shall see His hand upon your life. Hallelujah. So Paul is saying that in that situation, because of Christ, I will live. Because of Christ, I will live. Praise be to God. Then in John chapter 1, verse 16, where after we've looked at 2 Corinthians, with all the difficulties around us, the distress, the necessities, the persecutions, the shortfalls, and what have you. In John chapter 1, verse 16, the word of God tells us, he says, and of his fullness have we all received and grace for grace. And of his fullness have we all received. That is Christ. In all circumstances, he is full. He is not limited. Even in these times like this, when I believe all over the world, people will be calling on him. He will never run short. Because he says, and of his fullness have we all received. Not some. Not people in a certain nation. But all of us shall receive because of his fullness. Hallelujah. And what are we talking about? Because he's full of blessings. His fullness of grace to preserve you and I is there for all of us. His fullness of grace to make us perfect is there for all of us. 
His fullness of comfort in affliction will never run short. His fullness of guidance in this time when we don't know what to do will be there for all of us. So there is a time of His fullness. His fullness is there. He will never run out. Why are we scared? Why are we behaving like the unbeliever? Christ is his fullness. He's not limited. Whatever the situation is, that is why we are sharing on this topic. Because of Christ, I live. And because of Christ, you will live. Because Christ himself, who is our example, said, because of the Father, he lived. Hallelujah. Then, in Colossians chapter 2, Verse 10. John has said that, and of his fullness we received. In Colossians, Paul again says that, and this fullness we shall be complete. So in Colossians chapter 2, verse 10, he says, and ye are complete in him, which is the head of all principality and power. And I want us to concentrate on the fact that in Christ, you and I are complete. What do I lack in a moment like this? What do you lack in a moment like this? Where do you think you have a weakness? Where do you think you have a shortfall? Where and what are you crying about? Like I've said, is everything concerning us is not only the health situation. Jobs, are even at stake. And it affects everybody. Schools have been closed. I'm sure children will be asking their parents, when will school be reopened? When are we going to do this? When are we going to do that? So we think that we, we are short. We are not complete. But the word of God is giving us assurance this day that we are complete in Him. Hallelujah. If only you and I can believe in our Lord Jesus Christ, we will live. Don't ever think that you are going to feel inadequate. Even if you think that you are inadequate, Christ is saying that you shall be complete in Him. And in a moment like this, brethren, what we need is for our faith to rise up. What we need is for our faith to rise up. This is not the time to even allow people to use negative conversations to bring down your spirits. Maybe they don't know this Christ that you and I know. They don't know this God that you and I have. They don't know this Emmanuel that we say is with us. It is not the time to speak the language that they speak. But it is the time to know that you are complete in Christ. Hallelujah. And in this completeness, that is why we all, in moments like this, we must be found in our Lord Jesus Christ. Can we look at Philippians chapter 3, verse 9? 
in Philippians chapter 3 verse 9. And be found in him. I'm just saying on this first part. And be found in him. If truly we say that we are inadequate. If truly we say that we don't know what to do. We don't know where we are going. This is not the time for you to go astray. This is not the time for you to go outside the covering of our Lord Jesus Christ. This is not the time for you to turn to your own way. But this is the time, more than ever, to be found in Him and in Him alone. Hallelujah. And you know something? If you are found in Him, Jesus, like I've said, will make you complete. Jesus will fill all our consciences until they are perfect peace. Wherever your conscience, you are having a struggle, whether it is of evil or of good, if only you are found in Him, He says Jesus will fill all our consciences. And you'll be at perfect peace in your life. Hallelujah. And no point will you think that you are inadequate. What is right will still be right before you. In our memories, if you are found in Christ, this is the time Christ will bring all the recollections of what he has done for you. And if therefore you can then recollect what Christ has done for you in the past. If you and I can recollect what Christ has done for us over the years, this is not the time for us to panic. Indeed, this is the time for us to say, there is a tree song which says, Ejo nyami, Ejo nyami, Oyodo, Ejo nyami, Ejo nyami, Yesue, Ejo nyami, Oyodo. Then he says, Semishet, Nami genia, Waya mamia. A brother, Mentras, yes. So if you are found in him, all those old memories, all those recollections, he will let you remember what he has done for you in time past. And as you remember what Christ has done for you, then you know that in this situation, he still will be there for you. Hallelujah. If only you can sit back. Once upon a time, I faced a certain situation. And that situation, what did Christ do? He did not forsake me. He did not abandon me. And therefore, in a time like this, like I said, His love and kindness is everlasting. And because of that, He will do it again. And therefore, in moments like this, as there are all sorts of imaginations, if you are found in Him, what Christ will do is that He will feed you with imaginations which will let you see the prospects of what He is going to do for you. Then you know that there is hope. Don't imagine vain things that will think that all is lost. 
that should not be the case. But what you and I should know is that our Lord Jesus Christ has a lot more to do for us. And in a moment like this, he will do more and more for us. All that I will plead with all of us is that in a moment like this, let's remain, let's be steadfast, and let's be found in him. This is not a time to stray. You know, in time like this, when people are desperate, people will come up with all sorts of things. Can we go here? Can we go there? I know this person. This person will bring you a solution. But this is the time for us to remain and be found in our Lord Jesus Christ. As we continue to remain in Him, and don't turn anywhere else. You know, in Deuteronomy, chapter 5, verse 32, He says, do not turn right, or do not turn left, but believe in God. Because in times like this, somebody will come, let's go here. Let's turn to the right. Let's turn to the left. I know certain man on the mountains. I know somebody here. But Deuteronomy chapter 8, chapter 5, verse 32 says, Do not turn to the right or to the left. All you need to do is to look unto our Lord Jesus Christ and turn to God and believe in Hallelujah. Can we do that? Can we do that? If truly we say that because of Christ I live, then our focus should be on Christ and Christ alone and no one else. There is no one else. There is no other person that you and I can turn to. Indeed, Psalm 62 verse 5 says, My expectation is from Him and from no one else. My expectation is from the Almighty God. Your expectation is from the Almighty God. This is the time to just focus and keep our focus on our Lord Jesus Christ. Because of Christ, I live. Because of Christ, you shall live. Don't turn to the right. Don't turn to the left. Just believe in God and you shall be fine. Hallelujah. And brethren, sometimes we even underestimate the power of our Lord Jesus Christ. But this is the time. In fact, in Hebrews chapter 1, verse 3, and here if we can take the Amplified. Hebrews chapter 1, verse 3. We are told that He upholds everything in this world. And in time like this, that we don't know what to do. He upholds everything. It's like we are in a moment where people are saying things are falling apart. But as things are falling apart, Christ upholds everything. Christ upholds what seems to be falling apart. That is why you and I should hold on to our Lord Jesus Christ and Him alone. Can we hold on to Him? Can we hold on to Christ and Him alone? As we hold on to Him, as I said in Hebrews chapter 1 verse 3, as we hold on to Christ, whatever it seems that will be falling apart, Christ will hold them together. Whatever seems to be falling out of our hands, Christ shall bring them together. He shall guide us, He shall propel us, He shall bring us together, and He shall put everything intact for us. Beloved, this is the time to speak and to speak right. Because Christ is still on the throne. Christ 
is still on the throne. There may be moments you may have toiled all night, but when Christ comes in, even if it is day, the fish shall be found. Even though we know that fishes are found in the night, in daytime, when Christ comes in, the fish will be found in broad daylight. That is the God that we are serving. Hallelujah. And in times like this, this is the time where we should confess what is consistent with the word of God. I know there's a prayer chain going on. We are praying. But you see, but some people are not seeing the hand of God because even after prayer, what they confess is negative. That cannot help us. This is the time to confess what is consistent with our prayer and supplications. And I believe that as we do that, you see, because you and I have no one to turn to. It is only our Lord Jesus Christ that we are turning to. And after we have offered our prayers, we are just waiting for answers. This is not the time to confess any other negative language. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah, brethren, this is the time. Just keep your focus on Him. Because anywhere else will bring fear upon your life. You remember when Peter was asked to walk on the sea? As he looked at Christ, he was able to take the steps. But when he turned off his eyes to look at the wind, which you and I have no business looking at that wind, he saw that it was boisterous. That is where the fear comes in. All around us, people are speaking the fear language. But we are to look at our Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. If you become afraid, then the word will not have any effect on your life. Let's trust and pray that even all the prayers that we are praying, all the prayer chains that we are holding on to, shall be relevant and be significant for us. Hallelujah. Christ has in store for us. Don't give up. Don't give up. Because Christ lives, you and I shall live. He loves us. He cares for us. He will not abandon us. He will not leave us helpless. This is the time. There is no other person. There is no other individual. There is no other power. There is no other authority but our Lord Jesus Christ. Like I said, even governments have said they don't know what to do. But Christ knows what to do. Men who thought they have everything and said they could run even the world. Today they've come to the point where they cannot run. But Christ runs everything. Hallelujah. Let's run to him and hold on to him. And I believe he will do it for us. Christ cherishes you and I. Christ cherishes the church. There's a special affection of heavens on you and I. There's a special treasure of Christ for you and I. There's a special crown of Christ for you and I. He looks on us with favor. He sees us and sees that yes indeed we were made in his own image. And he knows that he will do it for us. Beloved, don't give up. 
the world may have given up. But for you and I, there is hope. For you and I, there is that assurance. You know, and we need to begin to learn to live. That even before Christ comes, everything might not be that smooth. There may be turbulence. But in this, we know that even when He comes, we shall be ready. Because of Christ, you and I shall live. The storms are all around us. But in the midst of these storms, we have Christ. In the midst of these storms, Christ is there forever. And beloved, don't give up. The storms may be coming. But you and I should be ready. We have an uncle. And that uncle, in moments like this, he is there forever. My prayer for you and I, in moments like this, is nothing but our faith. And therefore, my prayer that I can request all of us at this moment, whether in your homes, wherever you are, my prayer is that, Lord, that our faith should not fail. What we need is that you and I, our faith will not fail. Because in moments like this, Christ will be speaking to us as he speaks. If only we have the faith and can act on that word, he will see us through and there shall be a testimony. And therefore my prayer in your homes, even before we leave, before we sign off on this service, my prayer that I would like all of us to take is that, that our faith shall not fail. Small faith is not going to take us anywhere. We need abundance and food. Men of faith. Men and women of faith. May Christ, our Lord Jesus Christ, increase each one of us in His faith. And this is my desire and my prayer for all of us. That the Lord may increase each one of us in faith. And as He increases us in faith, we can stand. And as we stand, these storms will pass by. And each one of us will have a testimony. Because the moment that came, we said and said to ourselves, that because of Christ, I will live. And indeed, because of Christ, we survived it and we lived on. May his name be praised. Father, I want to thank you and to bless you in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen.